Hey, and welcome to the Boot and Reboot Podcast for October 17th, 2007. This is podcast number 47. Approaching the big 5-0, man. Wow. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm about to lose you here. No, I'll be fine. So Where anyway, I am Reboot, also known as William. I'm Boot, also known as Sean. And uh, this is a technology podcast we do once a week. Highlighting the best, or maybe worst, in tech. Nah, we don't highlight anything. Do we highlight anything? We just talk. I think we we, we illustrate. We conversate. Conversate. We're out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. (laughs) (laughs) Glad everybody. Breaker one nine. So, so, what's first on the agenda today? What do we have to clear? (coughs) I think everybody should know that William has gone back to the fold, and he has a whole list of show notes. Well, we we have to be... That he wants to talk about. We have to be professional <laughs> because this yeah. is a first-rate podcast, and well, we have certain standards we have to adhere to now. I think you just want to act professional in case somebody listens to it. <laughs> Possibly, we can't talk about that. We were hoping to have something for today's show, but uh, I think by the next show we should have by the next show. The, by the next show, we should have something in the can. I'm excited. So this podcast is brought to you by Louisiana Technology Park, home of Louisiana entrepreneurs. Oh, you're even going on. They're our sponsor. Wow. Impressive. And we're very, the new will. This is the new will. And we're very proud to have them sponsor us. They give us tons of stuff we can't disclose because it's super secret. But um, very good people, and we'll talk more about them shortly. So uh, the website, www.bootandreboot.com. We have a chat room. If you go to slash chat or click on the <laughs> chat uh, menu object at the top. Pimping that chat room, are ha- I'm proud of my little chat room. It's cool. I'll log into the chat room. I don't want to. And we also have <laughs> a uh, dial-in voicemail number, so if you want to call and rant and rave about our podcast or whatever, area code 206-333-1454. I have to, 1454. I have to figure out what, what, that, what that comes out to. You know, if there is a, um, uh, like a, you know, something we can do. Anyway, we also have a presence on Second Life. You can go to the Boot and Reboot. No, I'm just joking. We don't have that yet. But uh, do anyway. they have podcasters in Second they Life? They do. They have some cool. Stuff. I was actually in. That's 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 in the wait now. That's topic number six. Okay, that's my goodness. God forbid we, <laughs> we, we jump can't around. Go out of this, yeah. Organization. No, th- uh, I was in actually started playing with Second Life again. Strangely enough, I, I, I someone ta- either mentioned it or said something about Second Life, and I was like, you know what? Hadn't been in there a while, so. Of course, I forgot my login name and everything, so I had to start with a new, new gear, which was good, new new name, and um, I uh, set it up and started playing with it again. And it actually, is, it, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, there's a lot of new stuff. It's, it's different stuff from what two years ago when I first started playing with it. There's a Linux client now. It runs pretty pretty decently. You can do voice and audio chat, you know, with other people, which I haven't done. You know, I don't really care that care about that, but. It's pretty cool. I want to get back in it and start playing with it. Uh, there's a lot more commercial things going on in there now. So you can like, I think there's an uh, eBay house or whatever state or you can go into. And there's some other cool stuff. So I want to play with it again and kind of get some, you know, think, learn how to build stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool, you know. So go go back and try. I don't know if you ever, my My name is... Um, uh, What's my name? W. Sellers. You used your real Seesaw. 
<laughs> no, W Sellers is the first name. W S E W S E L L E R S, and then Seesaw is the the last name. I have no idea what my name is. How would I, I, have to find I, out? I don't know. I, I think they make it pretty hard because I tried to figure out what my last my name was and. None of the last names that were there rung a bell, so I'm like, I don't know what this is. So, and I didn't really have any significant. What's the resident login? Let's see. It, you can't really just go find it. Ooh, second life, first name, and last name. I don't know. I forgot your password. I did. Well, forgetting your password doesn't doesn't help you. Hey, you still need to know your first and last name. You still need to know your first and last I'm name. I'm like seven something. Seven something. Seven. Yeah, I, I named myself after George's kid. You don't watch Seinfeld. No, I love, I love Seinfeld. What are you talking about? George was talking about great names for a kid. He wanted to name his kid Seven. Uh-huh. Anyway. No, that's cool. How do I... Hmm. It was Seven. So, um... I guess I'd have to log in. Well, you got to know your first name, last name. And well, I don't even no, know my name. You cannot get in without that. So, I don't know. So, anyway, play with Second Life. I, I thought it was kind of interesting. I played with it again, and I was like, ah, oh, this is cool. I like this. So... <clears throat> I'll start. Please, that is cool with you. Um, I have a few things we'll ecstatic. talk about today. Um, topic number uno, or one, as they say in mm-hmm. England, or whatever. Uh, iTunes Plus Expanded becomes the largest DRM-free catalog. Over two million songs in the catalog. Wow. DRM-free. Yeah, does it have tracking stuff in the song, though? Yeah. I mean, your name is tagged in there. So, I mean, you know, I mean, it's... You know, they can see who it initially was purchased by. Microsoft doesn't have any tracking information mm. in theirs. Mm-hmm. All their DRM stuff is tracking free. Really? I, Unlike I, Amazon and Walmart. I, now, I will say, I haven't, I, I assume it's like that. I haven't actually checked. But I would think it would be, you'd have the, the purchaser on there. Well, Which is fine, because once you go legal, you, you feel good about being legal. Once <laughs> <laughs> you go, people you like never me. go back. Um, the, they also dropped the price. So, what going it? from a buck, it used to be the DRM free iTunes Plus songs used to go from a buck twenty nine, go for a buck twenty nine. Now they're down to ninety nine cents. Same as the other ones. Same as regular, hmm. and they added a bunch of more. It used to be EMI solely. Now there's EMI and a couple of you know, well not a couple. I think like four more music labels that have said, yeah, we'll do it. Well, you, you know, I don't know if we want to get into it, but you know my theory about Apple. Yeah, I don't know your theory about Apple. Peaked, either. huh? Peaked. No, I don't think it's peaked. I think the music portion of the company has peaked. Mm, possibly, maybe. I think, I think so. Um, they're trying to step up with Amazon. That was one of the things that they were speculating as why they did this. Because um, Amazon tracks are 99 cents. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kicker is, buy the whole album. So you buy a full, you know, full album from iTunes, DRM-free, you know, iTunes Plus. 9.99 for the entire album. Amazon. What else eight, do you get with eight ninety nine with iTunes? It's uh, Amazon. Oh. Amazon's a buck cheaper. Yeah. Well, I, you, I, for a while there, I was so buying when, so when all you, my songs from uh, Walmart. Yeah, but eighty eight DRM. Well, no, this was even before they had DRM though. But they were eighty eight cents a song. Really? Yeah. When you bought the whole album, did you get a discount? Or I never buy the whole album. Why do you need the whole album? I like doing the whole album. I don't like doing the whole album. Well, I do. Uh, I find the songs I like, and I just pay for those. Well, okay, that's you. Yeah, I like that's the, you. I like that style of selling music. Yeah, because really, how many songs of an album do you usually listen to? Uh, at least when it, if it's something like a new artist or something I'm getting into, usually I'll like listen to the hit a few times, and I will wear that out, and I go, oh, well, what else is on here? 
And then I'll start listening to the other tracks on the album. I'll go, oh, well, I like this song. I like this song better than the original song. I Nine times out of ten, I'll search around and I'll say, oh, everything else on here sucks. For example, um, John Mayer. I don't know if you like John Mayer or not. I like John Mayer. But I, I, there was one song that is just out now. It was um, off of the Continuum album. And uh, I forgot the name of the song now. But I loved it. I heard it on the radio. I heard it on TV or something. I'm like, oh, I like that song. So I went to go buy it, and it was like, okay, 99 cents for the entire song, or you could buy the whole album for 9.99. I'm like, well, you know what? It's, and you get like a booklet, you get the little things with it. I'm like, okay, well, I'll buy the whole album because what's gonna happen is I buy this one song. I know this. I know I like this one song, but what else is there? So I downloaded, and, and you know, off that album, there was um, probably about another three songs that were really good that I like and then there's actually some songs I like better than the one that I went to download so I look at it as you know it's I, I, I was always a fan I bought a lot of CDs when I was growing up and you know you run into this thing and it's it holds true even with the digital with digital music is you know when you buy a whole album you're gonna get stuck probably with some songs you don't like that's it waiting for the world to change yeah. And I, I love that song. It's a good song. But yeah. then there was other songs on the album that I like. And like I said, it's, you know, when I buy CDs growing up, which I don't really, I haven't bought a, a CD. In, I think the last CD I bought was um, probably <laughs> probably about a year ago when I bought a David Gilmore album, Pink Floyd. Debbie Gibson? No, no, David Gilmore. Lead oh. singer from Pink Floyd. David Gilmore. Went and did a um, solo tour, solo career. Is he related to the Gilmore Girls? No. He's from. He's not. Anyway, so my point is, you know, and, and every time you buy a full album, you're gonna you're gonna have to know that there'll be songs you like and don't like. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. you'll like the whole album. You know, the last full album I bought. God, I don't know what. Miley Cyrus. Who? <laughs> Hannah Montana for my nine year old. Oh. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Yeah. Yeah. Miley Cyrus is her alter ego. I don't know who Miley Cyrus is. It's the same person. Well, that's cool. I don't have a girl. You don't have a girl. How do you not know who Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana is? Though? Dude, I just don't. Okay. Do you watch so, Disney Channel ever? No. Junior's, yeah, my son does. Junior's, does he? Or is yeah. He, he's too busy playing Halo. He's he mainly, yeah, I mean, yeah, most of the time we do on the television and video games. So anyway, the thing is, is you know, I, they, they're coming around. I, I, the one thing that iTunes has that, and I haven't tried it yet with Amazon, but I'm just speculating, you know, iTunes is going to be. Is, is, <laughs> there will be no speculation on it's this a little podcast. More but the thing that iTunes has is the ease of use. Okay, if you're an iPod user, okay, so you sit on your computer. You you you, well, you, you have to you, be you go an to, iPod you, user. You open iTunes. You go to the store. You find a song. You like the song. You click. It's bought. It gets bought. It downloads to your computer. Then it goes to your iPhone, your iPod, or device. So it's very the whole process is very very smooth. It's very integrated, and that's what's the lovely thing about the <laughs> lovely, lovely. That's the cool. Let me step back. That's the cool thing that I like about iTunes is that interface. That whole simple to use. Anyone can do it. Boom, it's done. Amazon. You know, I would love to see them. You know, have an interface that's this cool that works with i the iPod. I'm an iPod person. I like the iPod. I don't dislike other uh, music players. Um, yeah, you do. You know, I just think uh, I, this is a great device. I like. Why it. don't they put a radio in it? 
I, We've been I, here before. I'm just asking that question. I want to know. Why did I don't know. Does it take any know. smarts to put a radio in there? I don't know. You can get a radio for these things. Hey, it's a plug-in It's a add-on. little plug-in add-on, yeah. Okay. I, I know what you're saying. And what, what can I say? I don't know. It's like adding a spoiler to your car. Some people do it. I'm not yeah. going to do it. A friend of mine, uh, I can tell you, a friend of mine just bought, uh, yesterday, just bought an iPod. And he was kicking and screaming, kicking and screaming how he didn't want one. He wasn't going to buy one. He didn't hate Apple. He was on and on and on and on about, oh, I don't want this. You know, and he finally said, okay, I need it. I want something to manage all my songs. So he bought a 160 gig iPod Classic. Ooh. Okay. The big boy. He absolute now he absolutely loves it. He's got his entire. He's got like like a 90 95 uh, gig music library. So he's got a lot of stuff. He absolutely has his entire music library on it. He absolutely is in heaven. He goes, man, I don't didn't know what I was missing. And you know, he says, I got all my stuff indexed with iTunes, and it's all tagged properly now and blah 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 he goes yeah, yeah. he says the iPod made me a, a con- I converted and he was he, you know he goes I'm not talking about the other products but he says I love my iPod you know what I think you know what I think I'm going to do just to be the anti will I'm going to buy the new Zooms when they come out be my guest I'm going I'm, to I'm not saying I hate the Zoom I don't I'm I not saying that say I just that I just I just I just um, oh now you got to go fiddle with it no I just I, I need to, I need some nylon over this <laughs> I need some pantyhose that's why I talk across the mic <laughs> Oh, see, like okay. that. You know, it's just, it's just. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to welcome myself to the social. Yeah, <laughs> full. <laughs> but see, do I buy the big one or the little one? I think I'm going to buy the little one. Do you like the eight gig? Well, buy, buy that. Mm-hmm. How much are the eight gigs? I think you'd be much more happy with an iPod Touch. But like I said, dude, you know, it, like I said, if you bought one and you had it in your possession, it was yours. You'd fall in love with it. <laughs> I don't think you want to do that. But, but see. A Zune has a radio in it. it does well, it's got Wi-Fi? A I'm about. I'm about me a Zune. You can't download music from it. Hmm? The Wi-Fi is not for downloading music. I don't care about that. Uh, uh, okay. I like okay. the wire. The idea of the wireless. Sync. Yeah, you can squirt with. Anybody. I don't want to squirt with anybody. <laughs> I just want to. I want the wireless sync, so I don't have to worry about. All I got to do is go into the same room that's, as that's, my computer. That's coming out in the next firmware of the iPod. Because they're trying to catch up with Microsoft. No, no, it's just. Nah, 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 I'm, I'm not, just gonna I'm not buy a Zune. Buy a Zune. I'm gonna buy a How much is a Zune? Eight gig. Let's see. How much is it? Because I think I'd like that. I, I, it's I'm got a, it's got a radio in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, do what you want to do. I'm not stopping you. I, I, I think you should be happy. I and, cannot be stopped. <laughs> you know, whatever. How much um, is a Zune? Eight gig Zune. I don't know. Looking up. I'm looking it up, man. I'm, you think you can find anything on the internet, but I can't. Oh, there it is. Amazon. Oh, I know. I know you have show notes, so I can't interrupt. Eight gig is one ninety nine. Why well, they iPods one ninety nine too? Well, you got video. Why didn't they cut it? They got you video see, too. You see, you get. Can you surf the web with it? I don't want to surf the web with my. You will. IPod. You will. You will want to. You can't surf the web with uh, the. Uh, not the classic. Not the eight gig. Oh, are you talking about a touch? Oh, iPod Touch is four hundred dollars. No, 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 no. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. A sixteen gig. Okay the, eight I, gig. okay, the 8 gig is $300. I'm not spending that. But it, does also and it doesn't stuff. even have a radio. <laughs> you got to get over the damn radio thing, man. I love the radio, man. The radio is the ultimate form of free music. I've got all my genres. It's on automatic shuffle. 
You wear overalls when you it's, get home. It's perfect. <laughs> okay, well, then the that's radio, The technology stopped when they invented the radio. Well, uh, I understand what you're saying. There's just different be, ways. Look, have fun, for have fun with your Zoom. I just think you'd be more happy with an iPod, but you know what? Whatever makes you happy. Now, topic number two. And I'm just going to really go really over quick. Cause this there was is, something I was going to tell you, though. This has no interest. What well, if you think about it? Stop me. I can't interject. I, I, I can break the flow we here. We were talking about the Zoom, and we were talking about radio, and... I said, oh, wait. Uh, no, I said, I can't. The phone? Telephone? You were going to buy a... No, no. Something just it just shot in my brain here a few seconds ago. And I said, nope, I can't interrupt him. He's got show notes. Well, think about it when you... Okay, topic number two, leopard release, October 26. October 26. I make some note. Uh, <laughs> uh, leopard release for $129. Think about leopard is, uh, with the current version of OS 10, supports which is OS 10 10.4, which is Tiger, supports G3, G4, G5, and Intel processors. Minimum RAM, okay, well, and then Leopard, which is 10.5, only supports G4 above 867 megahertz, G5, and Intel. So they're cutting out all the G3 processors uh, and lower in G4s. On RAM? Like yours? Uh, mine's right on the cusp of... So this thing couldn't go Panther. Lamp. No. But is it Panther? Uh, leopard. Kitty cat? Yeah, leopard. Um, Siamese. Vista, which people are falling off of like crazy. Love Vista, man. Um, Rocks. RAM, 256 meg. It's going to sync with my Zoom like nobody's business. 256 meg for Tiger, 512 for Leopard. Disk space was 3 gig for Tiger, 9 gig for Leopard. A lot of new features. Uh, but all the cool stuff requires an Intel Core Duo processor or better. Uh, there's some cool features. I'm not going to get into all the features, but um, if you if you have a lower end G4, it's going to be rough. <laughs> You're going to have a tough time about you. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a lower end G4? I have a lower end G4, but it's like 1.2 gigahertz, so I'm just enough to get it. I have enough RAM, so I'm I, you know I don't know. I may just wait until I buy a new laptop. Um, in in October 26th, they also may release a 13-inch MacBook Pro, which will be a smaller and a little more slimlined um, MacBook metal case. And uh, there you go. So next version of OS 10 coming out soon, 26. Uh, next next on, I'm gonna run through these. Go, brother. And then we'll 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 dance around. Steve Jobs. Announces third-party SDK for iPhone on February 2008. He's trying to save face. No. He's trying to save face. No, and, and, and I mean, apparent well, about, about face. Let's just, no, let's just, let's just read the, because I have an open letter from, from him to us. <laughs> I'm so sick of his open letters. <clears throat> so, let's oh, I'm sorry read. I screwed you out so of five, says, $600. Let me say it. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. I tell you, you come on, pick hey, everybody hey, Steve's up talking here. I'm, 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 what do you call it when you channel through some <laughs> funny, uh, you're, you're a, what do you call it? Channeler? No, you know what they call those people. <laughs> Idiot, you know, idiots of on. Did you see Ghost? That's the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze and the guy became a... No, whatever. Let me say it. You're not Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Let me say it. <laughs> we want native third-party applications on the iPhone and we plan to have an SDK in developers' hands by February. We're excited about creating a vibrant third-party developer community around the iPhone and enabling hundreds of new applications for our users. Wow, hundreds. Mm -hmm. With a revolutionary multi-touch interface, 
powerful hardware and advanced software architecture, we believe that we have created the best mobile platform for developers. Uh, it will take until February to release the SDK because we're trying to do two diametrically opposed things at once. Provide, provide an advanced and open platform to developers while at the same time protect open. iPhone users from viruses, malware, privacy attacks, etc. Open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait till you can hear some cool shit here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, it gets better. So say Steve. Oh, it gets better. Uh, this is no easy task. Some claim that viruses and malware are not a problem for all mobile phones. This is simply not true. There have been uh, serious viruses on other mobile phones already, including some that silently spread from phone to phone over a cell network. They're scared. I've never seen that. They're scared of people creating viruses for it. Eh, maybe. Uh, as our phones become more powerful, these malicious programs will become more dangerous. And since the iPhone is one of the most advanced phone ever... Yeah. It will be highly. It will be a highly visible target. Some companies have already taking are already taking action. Nokia, or Nokia, or Nokia, for example, is not allowing any applications to be loaded onto their newest phones unless they have a digital signature that can be traced down to the, to the known developer. While this makes such a phone less than totally open, uh, we believe it is a step in the right direction. But they, but they didn't prevent people from writing third-party apps and squash them when they did. I know that that was that was that was that was that was, that was shitty. Yeah. Let me, let me, I'm almost finished. <laughs> Back on this team. We're now working on an advanced, advanced system which system. will offer developers broad access to natively to natively pro, to natively program iPhones, amazing software platform, while at the same time protecting users from malicious programs. We think we think a few months of patience now will be rewarded by years of great third-party applications running on safe and reliable iPhones. Steve. P.S. <laughs> Thanks. P.S. Cool. He's got a P.S. in there? P.S. The SDK will also allow developers to create custom applications for the iPod Touch. That's cool. That, uh, nah, nah, I I'm will say, I will say this. I will say this. It was kind of a kind of a debacle mm-hmm. with the whole squashing, you know. The, but I mean, the thing is, right now you can get you can unjail it, and you can do it again. Okay, people are saying that really the one 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 firmware really was a complete rewrite uh, of the of the uh, the software. There is a whole there is there are so many things, so many reasons why they did it or why they didn't do it or why they should have done it or or did it that I, I really can't even get into. Some people say they had to do this because they were getting pressure from AT&T to, 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 to squash all this. Now, that was squ- now is it, there's two things. There's unlocking, which is clearly a violation of terms of agreement because it allows you to now take the phone from AT&T network to T-Mobile. or. Why is that a, grievi- a violation well, of uh, terms of agreement? I bought in, the device. In the EULA. For the device? Uh-huh. It says you have to stay with Sprint. So, uh, AT&T. You lie. I don't know. I'm just saying that. That's something I can come back with. Uh, then the other thing was called unjailing or unshackling where you can put applications on it. So. Wait. Did you see the thing where um, uh, you boys at AT&T are going to be handling carrying that LG phone? Will you either touch the... The LG iPhone wannabe? Oh, really? Yep. They're going to be carrying that too. Explain that to me. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, What's your gut reaction? My gut reaction is 
okay, you know, if it's a better phone, Mm-mm. cool. I mean, I don't know. No, no, I don't. I don't think it's going to be a better phone. And don't get me wrong. I think the iPhone is a, is a very, very cool device, mm-hmm. um, and I think it will just get better. I think they left some things out there that they should have done, but yeah. just like everything else, you know, it wasn't perfect. Generation one. Yeah. Um, but I find it interesting that AT and T would go after what is just openly being touted as an iPhone knockoff by LG and everybody else associated with it. What's the phone called? Uh, it's the, what is it, the, the Voyager series or, or something like that? Hmm. Well, you know, the thing is, is <clears throat> Verizon is going to have it. Um, well, Verizon has, Sprint's got a new phone that's a touch, it just came out that's a touch, touch screen based. The thing is, is, is it necessarily competing with the iPhone at the same level, or is it just the market changing, saying, hey, you know what? People do like multi-touch. So, I mean, I don't think Apple has a hard and fast patent on generic multi-touch technology. I think people have, other cell phone manufacturers have said, oh, you know what? Multi-touch is pretty cool, and it can be done cheaply, and it can work well on phones. Well, you know, a lot of people are buying the iPhone. I think that's they say we probably think that's one of the reasons why it's popular is the multi-touch, blah 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 blah. So yeah, our new phones will be no multi-touch. So what is AT and T to do? Saying no, we're not going to, ca- you know, I would we're think, not going to carry. I would, I would think. And I don't think Apple really is. Oh, you know, I'm sure Apple says. You know, what you were going to say? I'm sure Apple Apple's says, not heavy-handed. No, no, I'm, no, no. What I'm saying is, I'm sure Apple is saying we'd rather you sell not sell anything but iPhones in your store. But you know, you have to have different variety for your customers. Yeah, but. I would think that Apple would say, "Forget it. Don't, yeah. yeah, you can't sell that." No, we're, no, no. I, I think Apple clock. would say, "For this market of phone, uh-huh. we are your exclusive provider." So if someone comes in and wants a high-end, multi-touch, snazzy phone, then but this I, is it. I agree. I agree. I agree. I don't know. Why. I don't know what they're saying. I don't know if there's been enough time yet for a response from Apple, or even if Apple will respond. Um, it doesn't hurt my feelings or anything. I mean, it doesn't really. I don't really have a. I'm glad to see more, you know, more more. Uh, oh, competition's good. Kind of competition for the customer and more choices for the consumer. Well, but I, I think it's. All, but it, uh, to me, I like it because of the fact that the LG will probably do a lot of the little things that the iPhone doesn't, forcing the mm-hmm. iPhone to say, okay, hey, much like we were talking about the wireless sync on the Zoom. You yeah. claim that the next firmware update yeah. or or down the line the iPhone touch uh, iPod touch and the iPhone will Possibly. be will be able to do wireless Possibly. sync. I just and pulled that up. Did you <laughs> yeah, are you lying? Um I'm not talking to you. But but no, I mean how can I respond to things you make up? <laughs> All right, I didn't make it up. <laughs> but uh but um you know I, I agree with what you're saying. Um I hear you, brother. I hear you. <laughs> uh I'm really waiting for I'm really going to be very happy when the SDK is out and it, you can get it because I was looking at some of the other software that I, you know, and I'm not going to jailbreak mine. I was really, I was on the, I was really going, man, you know, I'm going to do this. And then 1.1.1 came out and it kind of scared me a little bit. I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do it because I, I, I really like my phone. I like the quality of the actual phone, you know, the phone, and I like all the other stuff. Hell, even email, checking and sending email. Now, I use this, and this is weird. When I go home, I use this more than my computer to send and receive email, for instance. That is weird. For instance, <laughs> when I go home, for usually the first thing I do when I get home from work. 
as I come in, drop my laptop on the on the my computer desk, you know, visit with the family, eat, whatever, play with family, hello. Then the next thing is I usually always set up my laptop to do day-to-day stuff, bills, yada yada yada, respond to emails, surf the web, okay. But I'm finding more and more that when I get home, I don't necessarily do want to use the computer. I'll sit on the couch, either watch my son play Halo or, or you know, or be with him or play with him. And I'll take out my phone and start responding, reading and responding to email on my phone rather than use my computer. And I noticed that the other day because uh, last night I booted my laptop, started using it and doing stuff, um, and I didn't open my mail app. I went to email somebody, what was the first thing I did? I reached for my iPhone. I went, what am I doing? You know, like, I'm reaching for my iPhone. I'm sitting here behind a nice computer with a nice keyboard input, and I'm reaching for my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, call me crazy, but instinctually, I was like, yeah, oh, you know, this is becoming more and more... Loony. <laughs> this has become, possibly, but this is becoming more and more of a device that I just love using. Okay? <laughs> more? How can you love it more? <laughs> My love is no, I, don't, I mean, I don't disagree. I mean, it's so, so, like so I said, it's a fine device. It's, it, well, you know, and I, I've talked to people. It's not everything. You know, it's not, it's not, and you know, for a business phone, uh, it it doesn't cut the cake. We had someone in our office who I guess I really Black, should name. Microsoft for. Bought a Blackberry. Microsoft for the office. Mm-hmm. Apple for the home. Even when it comes to the iPhone. Well, it, it all depends on the level of what you want. Okay, for instance, a friend of ours you want functionality? Bought, bought the BlackBerry, the Pearl. Okay? I the asked Black him, Pearl. The Black Pearl. And I asked him, I said, why, why, do you, why do you want that? And he goes, well, he goes, I really wanted an iPhone. CC? Yes. That well, was his? That yeah. was his? Oh, yeah, he bought one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So. It's it, a good looking phone. It, oh, it's a great looking phone, and, and it's got a lot of functionality. It's got a lot of things. It's a cool phone. In fact, Surge, my buddy Surge has one. And I like it. I really like the Pearl. Okay. Do you feel dirty when you're playing with it? No. I feel like I'm just using another device. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, but, you know, he, I said, okay, why didn't you buy an iPhone? He goes, I really wanted one. It really came down to price. Duh. Okay. He says, I, I got such a deal on this. I got this phone for like 99 bucks. And, you know, of course, he started handling my iPhone. I was like, he's going, oh, man, I'm going to bring it back now. You know, I'm going to get an iPhone. But he's like, no, I'm gonna stick with this. He says, I will, I will probably get the, when, when the next generation iPhone come out. He says, I'm probably going to switch then. I said, well, you know, that's not a bad choice. And I said, you know what? Me, I'm a gadget person. I really, really love technology. I mean, I literally eat, eat it and sleep it day and night. Um, so I think he's gonna be very happy with his BlackBerry. Um, but, um, you know, <coughs> but. Just I, I, all I want is for them to hit the refurb site. <laughs> That's all I want. So anyway, so like I said, I, I, I love it. And once oh, I'm, I cannot wait to the third party art start rolling because the one I'm waiting for is there's one called um, Navicon Pong. Well, there's an NES emulator out for it now, and but the They're one not going to let that go oh, as an approved I, app. They knows? will not. No, because the, by nature of an NES emulator means that you have got to have. Uh, uh, well, illegally taken the ROMs and copied the data off of those and are distributing those. So I, they're not going to do well, something like that. Well, maybe it'll be something like, I don't know. 
you, you, you understand what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. I mean, all of those NES emulators and Super Nintendo emulators maybe you can and all buy, of those Maybe you can legally now buy maybe the ROMs. Maybe you can legally buy the ROMs. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. But most of those emulators that you can find on the internet for instance, like all Microsoft. use hacked ROMs. Somebody's people have taken away, figured out a way to dump the ROM I agree. to a file. Microsoft Xbox 360. When I go to the Microsoft Arcade, I can go and lo- download uh, arcade games like Galaga and Dig Dug and whatever. And they're actually running the same code that is in the big standing players. Okay, now you've got a demo that only get three levels, or you can buy the full version and you get the whole game. So it, hopefully it'll be something like that. I can download Galaga from my iPhone. Um, but the one I'm really waiting for that I just can't wait is going to be Navicon, which is a GPS. You can get it now if you unjail your phone. And what it is is it's a GPS software. Well, kind of. Kind of. That runs on your phone. That uh, Well, no, it's global positioning software. It's not necessarily a GPS chip, but it... Global you know, positioning system. System. And what it is is it uses your cell towers. Mm-hmm. And I think it's... Uh, it's close, I think as it said, like 100 yards or like 50 feet. And I forget what the following, but it's pretty damn accurate. And um, it doesn't require as much battery life as a normal GPS chip. So I'm like, oh man, that's going to be awesome. So really, when you think about it, man, the, the, the apps that are going to be coming out legally are going to be awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. Now, February is a while. Uh, yeah, but I, don't, I don't get that either. February. Well, Come on, it's as if you don't have an SDK out there. What now. I think they're doing, well, they have. I'm sure they do have an SDK. Yeah. But what I think, and I, I really, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. But this is what I think they may be trying to do. They will probably be getting the software to be distributed via iTunes. Right. And what you'll have is, is you'll have you know, like you have because po- they want their monkey fingers and everything. You know how you have podcasts, right? And podcasts you subscribe through, they're, they're freely downloaded and whatnot. Well, you, what you're going to have, it, and you have like an iTunes podcast store, for instance. I think what they're going to have is they're going to have an iTunes widget store that you go to, and you can get premium apps. Premium? Not, not crappy. There was a couple of them now. Not crappy. Salesforce is oh. working on an iPhone app. Okay, so there's actually people who are commercially running apps for that. It was another one. Uh, how whether, are they doing it without an SDK? Uh, well, they got it from Apple. They, well, how are other people doing it? I bet it? there's a lot of people out there, like your sales forces or the big entities of the world, that are ha- that already um, have an SDK. Facebook. Facebook. I bet all these jokers already have SDKs, and they're going to be the first one to launch. Oh, I'm, I'm because, sure they are. Because they're on the end, and it's mm-hmm. going to push out the little guy. The little guy in his college dorm that's, that's got a great idea for an app, and all he needs is the SDK. Well, he'll get it in February. And then, but boom, February comes, rolls along, he gets the SDK. All right, I'm going to make my app. Bam. Somebody's well, already got know, it bigger and better than he uh, is. Okay. Possibly. Squashing Why the little man. Why are you looking man. out for the little guy, man? They're squashing the little man. <laughs> so anyway. Um, Stop doing that. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> You know, so you um, you gonna have premium you gonna have premium widget apps. I want apps. crappy widget. Okay, apps. and then you're gonna have a library. Let me finish. Then you're gonna have a library of other, you know, apps that are that are either free, you know, or cheaper, and uh, you'll have just you know hundreds of apps you can choose to download, and install, and they'll all be you know essentially legal because they'll be probably digitally signed. Essentially. Well, legal. I mean, what I'm saying is like they'll be digitally signed from Apple, so they'll be you know, all approved, they'll work properly, and I'm sure there'll be some approval. It's so like your application, 
You, well, mine's web-based. Anybody well, can football Well, maybe you don't want to have it web-based. Maybe you want to have it with I, snazzy I, no, graphics and cool with, stuff. No, I don't want all that. I want a very simple app, www.footballapp.com. Well, I think you can keep, keep I think you can keep that. Yeah, where people can go. But what if you say, well, wait a minute, I can now sell my app. I don't want to sell my app. What? I'm all for giving it away, man. <laughs> Lying through your teeth. Give it away. All right, well, so you give it away. So anyway, February, we're going to have um, 30, apps, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and I think it's going to be very cool. You know, you know, who knows? Maybe there's some more business apps. Are you going to have a, uh, an SDK party? Yes. <laughs> um, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll have ActiveSync. Maybe we'll have some other cool things that will be, it'll turn this phone, into a functional leaning device. it more into, Ooh. leaning it more into like something that a business person, now, business people use this phone. I don't think Microsoft's going to do an ActiveSync for it. I think at this point they've just well, maybe said, there'll be a third it. party that'll do it. You know, that'll license it or do some kind of deal or who knows. Active suck. Active suck. Whatever. Let's write Active suck. Okay. So, uh, so we'll see. So, do you have any non-Apple stuff? Yes, on I that do. Sheet? I have uh, the rest. Uh, the, from now on, is we, we were depart. The Apple departure plane is gone. No more Apple. We uh, but there's nothing left on the page. No, no there is. There is. Topic number four, <laughs> RIA sues Usenet.com, says this news group stuff, what is this? It's similar to P2P services like Napster and Kazaa and eDonkey and eMule. Um, so we're going after you. So we're the warning, don't go to news servers anymore. So all dot binaries, dot mp3s, dot complete underscore cd, ixnay on the complete underscore cd. Why don't you explain to everyone what that is? Okay. Because so, this is a technology, unless you were in the know yeah. from way back when, most people don't even know that this still exists. Most people don't. So basically... I, I'm surprised that people are still using and have I will tell news you, servers out there. I will tell you, it is a huge... You know, you think Kazan, all these... They're cool, Kazan, all these other files, and let's, let me just say, we... we I've, I've given up. I'm totally legal now, and all the purchases I make are totally legal. Okay. <laughs> now, back in the day when it was iffy, in fact, I called the RIA once and said, hey, here, I, I got a problem. Got some stuff I downloaded back way back when. With Napster. Back with in Napster. The, day, the heyday. And what do I do with it? You know, I was like, I'm scared. I want to do what's right. And the guy says, well, he goes, look, I really can't tell you. <laughs> he said, you know what? He said, if it was me, and I had music that I downloaded that I enjoyed. He goes, I, I can't tell you what to do. But it says, he says, we are only going to go after who are people who are actively downloading and file sharing songs. He says, what you have right now, it's up to you. But he says, I don't think we're, he says, well, I know we're not going to go after people who have stuff that, you know, is 10 years old that they've got when, it, when all this technology was rolling out. So I went, Whew. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I can go out in public again. So, so well, I was I want you know I was I was concerned. I got a little nervous when people were when L, when, when my buddy at LSU said, "Hey, look, we raiding dorm rooms and kicking in doors, kicking in doors, all in a way." Yeah, I mean, they, they were people were getting in trouble and suing and everything. So I was like, Whew. so I was a little concerned. You know, the actual number of people that have gotten letters and the actual number of people that have been sued is oh, it's, so it's, relatively so small. it's very small. Yes, yeah. Um, they have but, a few examples out but, there. But well, there's 20,000 people so far have been uh, issued citations or suits. <laughs> like, seriously, sucker. Uh, so, you know, 20,000 is not a lot, but I, I don't want to be one of them. So, anyway, 
Um, so basically, you know, you want people want to download MP3s. Okay, the way to do it back in the past was you use first was Napster, then Kazaa, which was really big, and then so on and so forth, Gutella and whatever. Um, all this was Nutella. All this was while this was going on. Okay, all this more mainstream way of getting MP3 was going on. In the background, there were some people who were going, you know what, uh, we, that's cool, but we can stand up what's called a news server, which is a server on the internet that was first used for people to host kind of like bulletin boards uh, where people would um, converse via kind of like a posted email, okay? So you'd post an email to this news server and then it would be one copy stored on the server that multiple people could download. And then in that download, they would have threads so other people could comment on your email, okay? Or apply to or forward into other groups. So say, you know, you had a group about sailing. So in the news server, okay, then, and then you have multiple news servers around the world and then each news server registers with Usenet or other agencies that handle news servers. Um, so you'd have alt.binaries. or alt.sailing, uh, okay? So when you want to know about sailing, you'd go alt.sailing and subscribe, and people would be talking about sailing topics. Mm -hmm. By 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 relation, you have alt.binaries or alt. Um, what's another example? Well, you know, uh, uh, whatever. Alt. It, it, it was a posting site it was a posting. originally, right? And what people figured out in the end is that they could break up the binaries. And put right. them on the news group, mm -hmm. and so yeah. So like so now you've got alt dot instead of sailing, you got alt dot binaries, dot whatever MP3 wares. The list goes on and on. Some are, some of them are legitimate, most of them are not. There's a lot of porn out there. <laughs> There's a lot of porn. Uh, but um, so people would do is they'd say, okay, well we can figure out that. We can take our MP3s, and now with fast connections and big pipes, you know, we can basically post those MP3s directly to the news server, and news uh, server clients, news server clients now are so good that they actually are tuned. They have some server, some software. One I use is called Newsbin, okay. That people would go and they would actually, it's made to download binaries from news server that's kind of what its thing is so well, you, instead, of, you, instead of reading <clears throat> instead of reading yeah, reading text now they said we can build something the well, you user. used to you had to pick up sometimes multiple messages and then you'd have to have combine you'd, them you'd have to combine them and then have some sort of other application that could figure out okay yeah. I'm gonna take all these oh, I know what all these files are I'm gonna combine them into one and and you'd almost have to know what you were getting in order to tell it all of these files are one of these right not, Granted, that that sophistication is now done by software. Right. But in the back in the day, you know what? You kind of had to know what you were doing. Probably almost ten years ago now. Yeah. It took a while. It took a while, and you, you had to know what you were doing, and, and you had to really, really want the stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I always, you know, when all this stuff was going on in the back of my head, I was like, man, why are they going after news groups? Why aren't they not hitting those? Because there's just so much. I mean, I'm literally, you, most literally, people don't know that stuff still don't. even exists they don't. out there. They don't. And I was watching back when in the day there was an op, there was a, a there was um, a screensaver, you know, ZDTV, and they were saying, you know, yeah, go after because a lot of people go after your people who are using Napster, but the people who are really doing the serious trading and stuff, it's all done on news servers. Mm -hmm. Okay, I mean, you look at a typical news posting, say, of an MP3 directory or an MP3 news site on, on the news server. You go do a 
you know, get headers, and it's like 385,000 posts, okay? Um, so in those posts, you may have, you know, 80,000 MP3s, okay? And usually they're full, they're false albums with artwork, and then people take a lot of care doing this. And it's wrong, it's illegal, you know? Um, and uh, for a long time, people, that's what they would do, that's how they would get their music. Well, you know, the RIA, which, you know, I, I don't think the RIA, I think there's a lot wrong with the RIA, RIAA, but, um, you know, it is illegal. I mean, it is illegal to trade copyrighted material, okay? So, um, see, like Cox. Don't download from news servers, yeah. boys and Cox, girls. Cox is news.east.cox.net. Mm-hmm. Yes. They still house a news server. But see, what's amazing to me is why, why would Cox even, why do they even keep it? Why do they even keep it? Why don't they turn the damn thing off? What service is that providing people Nothing. nowadays? Because, because now there's well, so, well, let me finish, but now there's so many other avenues. There's blogging, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's sites dedicated to sailing or whatever yeah. for play people for, for, Places for people to go, which is to, a more rich to, environment than to, exactly the new server. So and and plus the generic guy that knows about sailing doesn't even know what a no, new server no. is. To me, this is just something that is used. Uh, I hate to say it, but like in the backdoor community. Oh yeah, for things they're not supposed to be using it for. Oh yeah, I agree. So why <clears throat> why doesn't why doesn't Cox oh, just turn this thing off? It's a good question. I have no idea. Send because out an email Cox, to everybody and say we're discontinuing the news server in 30 days because cox cox you go and do a listing of the 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 news groups the groups that they actually have and it's it's all the the, you know all that binaries that wears i mean they keep this stuff so you ask yourself you know why would they keep that i mean is it because i don't know they don't think many people use it and it's like kind of under the door but we're we're technical guys and when we need something and we do things we use all the resources oh yeah that Mm -hmm. we can use when was the last time you used a news server? I don't know. I mean, you know, seriously, like in your day-to-day operations, when was the last time you said, I'm going to go out to a news group? Because you know what happens now is you go out to Google, Google Groups, well, right? Yeah, I, I will Which say. Which compiles a lot of that information. Yeah, I will say I looked on the news groups probably a few days ago because I was looking for something that I didn't have. I was looking for the beta of Office 2008. And but you shouldn't have been doing that. I know. Well, you're well, right. You're right. But what happened the next day? Microsoft said, "Here, here's an in here's no, a know, copy." But I'm just so I'm I'm saying. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> you were looking for a back door to get what you wanted, and I, I, I mean, it's a beta. No, but I'm just saying it's beta. You were doing something you really weren't supposed to be doing. Now, granted, yeah. I, I would have done it too if I'd have thought, oh, yeah, maybe I can get it out there because yeah. you want beta software, and you had a you had a need mm-hmm. to have that software because mm-hmm. you were wanted to help somebody. Right. And but. Like I said, we are extremely technical guys, and I don't I don't even think about going in the news group. One, because I know I can find probably what I'm looking mm-hmm. for elsewhere mm-hmm. in a much richer, easier to find format than the news groups. And two, well, I know it's so polluted with porn and MP3s that because those are the only people that really use the, yeah. the servers anymore. I, you know, I will say, well, I shouldn't say polluted with porn. No, <laughs> they got some good porn out there. <laughs> but um. You know, it's. I, just, I don't think they should take it away. I think they should. But it, like, There's for point instance, counterpoint. I think it should go no, away. I, you know, I don't know. I think we should call I mean, our I buddy over there at Cox right now yeah, and this, say, I could. We could call. They still have Gopher servers. We could call our friend at Cox Gopher. and just say, Hey, why do y'all keep that around? 
Let's do that. I need my porn. No, but I'm just saying. I I'd agree. like to know what why, his reasoning. Why is, is there all that binaries that at, wait, our, at, our, at, at our current place of work, we don't have one. A new server, no. right? We provide. I mean, we, we provide internet services to people. We provide, you know, because of that, we provide places to relay their mail. We right. even give basic pop accounts if you get internet service for us. If you really want, most people don't even want that anymore because they'll get a Gmail account or a Hotmail account or something like or that. Or their own domain name. And so most people aren't looking to their internet service provider anymore, hardly for their email address. Yeah. So I think that'll probably go away eventually too. But you know, does it, does I, it, I think one person in the six years that we have worked there that I can remember asked if we had a news group server. Who was that? Do you remember? I don't remember, but I remember the question being asked at some point in time long time ago yeah. probably four or five years well, ago maybe before our current owners yeah. someone did ask that question if we had a news group server. Now I tell you it takes a lot to maintain these things because you have to maintain a bunch of posts so I mean you're looking at terabytes of storage too Yeah, because I mean, number one you're gonna most people will host a very large number of of news groups so you're looking at like you know 35 to 80,000 news groups and then in those groups you have um you have uh, the postings, and what you have is you have expired, you have expiry time or time to live on each post, okay? And usually people will claim that they keep their stuff for six months or a year, well not a year, but like three weeks up to six months, okay? Um, I remember once when I was on Mindspring.com, and I was, you know, back way in the day when I was using news groups, uh, and I remember they were cracking down on people downloading bad stuff, you know, MP3s, or, or back then it was actually, you know, illegal software, and they changed their expiry time to, like, two days for posts with binaries. So you'd go, oh, I want to need this software, and you go look, and you start download, and about halfway through, you'd, you'd start getting the, the headers, you couldn't find the uh, binary attachment, and you're like, what the hell, <laughs> you know? They were in, like, this raw format, they were compressed, and they had different like R010203 and they're all in this format you piece them together when you're done and you get halfway done and you go oh, where is it now back then in the day it would take a few days to download a piece of software um, and it was usually over dial up okay but so when they started changing the, the date to like two days you know you get the post of the guy talking about the text and what he was going to do but it, down the line when you start downloading these um, headers with the binary attachment poof they're gone you know so so, moral of the story is there's really no safe way to, out there to do it now. Don't use new service to download MP3s. You can still use it for your porn. <laughs> is porn illegal? God, you're not asking that question. I mean, no, is it? I don't guess it's illegal. No. But, so, okay, so. Types of porn. Well, are yeah, illegal. types of porn are illegal. But I think pornography as soft, a whole. Soft porn. I don't know, though, because. <laughs> That's all copyrighted material when you think about it. Because those posts, someone had to take the, the photograph. Unless it's just, you know, Susie and Jim it's out of It's usually up to your local... I'm trying to think. You know, whenever they raid someplace. Well, usually when they... But the thing is, usually when they raid things, it's for kitty porn. Which, I, yeah, that's that's sick. Okay? But, like, your typical, you know, goob out there downloading porn, if he's not doing the kitty stuff, I mean, what else is there that's illegal? I don't know. Anyway, so the moral of the story We digress. Is, we digress. Uh, RIA suing Usenet.com, which is a major um, promoter, affiliate, whatever, to news groups around the world. And be careful. So, 
Topic number five. Go for it, baby. Uh, Ubuntu 7.10 releases tomorrow. I'm excited. Guts to get guts guts <laughs> guts to Gibbon. Guts to Gibbon. Yep. We're going from EGF to guts to Gibbon. So it's a fairly fairly big upgrade. We're going from um, 7.04, which I'm running at home right now on my PC, to uh, Gutsy Gibbon. So on my PC, I have a, an HP uh, Pentium 4 2.5 gigahertz machine, gigaram, 160 gig hard drive, which I have split. So I have 80 gig that's Windows XP, 80 gig that's Linux. And I'm running Ubuntu. And the only reason I run Ubuntu is um, it's a good desktop Linux. Uh, I'm not a fan of it for servers, per se, because I don't think it's standard enough. Um, but I do like it for an OS, for a desktop OS, because it's very much like Windows. It's very Windows-like. Uh, some of the new features that's going to be out with the new version will be uh, a new version of GNOME, so we're going to have a new desktop manager, uh, 3D effects. So things like uh, the, the eye candy that you have in Vista or in OS X, multiple desktops. Uh, you're going to have new 3D effects. Come on, man. This is the 3D effects and that. Desktop. Nobody cares about Ubuntu. Yeah, they do. Why do you say that? I don't know. I just don't feel... I'm in a foul mood today, but I don't think anybody cares about Ubuntu. Mike. <laughs> who, who, doesn't, who cares about Ubuntu? Uh, desk, I do. How many people do you know are really running Ubuntu? It, I think there's a good many people on the internet who are. Uh, okay. How many Me people do you know? One, two, three. You're making that up. No, I can give you names. Uh, three or four people who are running Ubuntu. I don't believe you. Okay, I'll talk to you after the show and tell you everyone who's I know who's running Ubuntu. Give me an initial. Uh, KP. <laughs> um, I don't know a KP. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. Um, DP. I don't D, know a DP. Uh, um, I know a KP and a DP, but not the same KP and DP you know. <laughs> uh, DC. Oh, you're talking about DP, your buddy that you went to the party? That's pretty damn good. Yeah, I think he runs it. Oh, you think he runs it? Yeah. Um, Who's the other one? DC? Don Carter? Yes, Don the Carter. Bowling guy? <laughs> guy. Let's, let's, anyway, the point You're making is, these things up. No, I'm not. Well, I know. AC. <laughs> Look, you said give me that initials. What else am I supposed to do? <laughs> uh, desktop search, which is kind of like cool. So you'll have you know, a little icon that you can search the desktop, like Google Desktop. Fast user switching. So you have multi-user interface like um, Windows XP where you can switch in users. Dynamic screen configuration. So you don't have to get out of X now when you change the resolution. Uh, full automatic printer installation. So it's very easy to add printers. Uh, power consumption, encrypted hard disks. The one thing that I am really happy about is NTFS read-write. So, well, I mean, that's actually pretty cool. <clears throat> so now my Linux desktop, I can read-write to my. You Windows could partitions. do that. Well, not you just couldn't do it easily. You had to compile an ex- a quote-unquote experimental yeah. or or un- and it and then the other thing is is they'd have people saying, hey, you could corrupt your hard drive. Yeah. Okay. Well, now this is pretty much to where it's 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 safe. It's good to use. Uh, I like Ubuntu. Um, you know the the versions of Linux that I, that I have come into contact with, of course, are the Red Hat strains. <laughs> so you know Red Hat Enterprise Edition, Fedora. You know, um, mm-hmm. 
CentOS, which is a derivative of, of Red Hat. I just like uh, for desktop, you know, it's either Fedora or or Ubuntu, and I really like Ubuntu in that it's very Windows-like. For instance, uh, I get free updates. Can I put Ubuntu on my VMware? Sure. Uh, we have Ubuntu running for some customers. No, we don't. I swear before God Almighty. Uh, BOR? Ubuntu. Two of their servers are Ubuntu. Anyway, um, so it's very Windows-like. For instance, when I'm when I'm when I'm going to do an update. So if I want to update, uh, have it say, okay, update the system at three in the morning. It goes out to its repository, downloads all the updates, installs them. You, you know, know what I'm thinking? What? Nothing. It's, don't tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Microsoft. People bash Microsoft. Mm-hmm. But. All of these things are. What are they trying to do? Oh no! Look. They're all trying to become more Windows-like. Oh, I don't. Well, what did I say? I like Ubuntu because it's very Windows-like. Okay. Now, for you like know, Vista, the other reason, Vista, the other Vista is falling on its face because people have such high expectations of what Microsoft is going to produce. I agree, but you know the reason why I'm starting to kind of lean to Ubuntu for my PC at home because I'm not going to buy Vista ever for that PC because I, I don't have the resources. That machine hasn't have the horsepower. To, to run Vista. Oh, now, I if I had a brand new machine that was like Vista certified, I, w- I might, you know, I might go buy Vista and I might put Vista on that machine. Okay, but this machine is kind of it's 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 eventually in a few years going to start coming to the end of its Windows life um, cycle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so eventually XP either you won't want you won't want to run or won't be able to get patches for. So what is the alternative? Well, the alternative at that point will be Vista, which would run bad on my machine, mainly because I only have a 64 meg video card. Okay, I don't want to really spend money on a new video card. Uh, I have a gig of RAM. My machine only supports a gig of RAM. I can't put more than a gig, and it's a uh, I can't. Yeah, my little HP uh, 793C won't take more than a gig of RAM. It's a single right. stick, and I can't put a, it. The BIOS won't support two gig of RAM. Um, and CPU. I mean, it's it's a it's a two point or 2.45 gigahertz processor, Pentium 4. And if I wanted to go dual core or buy something new, that would mean new motherboard. So essentially a new computer. And that computer is kind of an out-of-the-box entity. It's not very... It, there's very there's fewer things that you can really upgrade on that box. Any PCI device, yeah, that. you can stick a card in. VMware. VMware server. Ubuntu. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So you know, and I can have, if you ever want to. This only in Ubuntu is a little weird because they don't turn on root. They don't turn on root by default, so you don't ever log in as root. You log in as your user account, and then you can sudo, and you sudo out to where you want. Anyway, so that machine, I won't ever buy a new motherboard because the motherboard, the the case is proprietary. Yeah, I mean, I and I'm like, you know, eh, eh. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I tell you what. When I put Ubuntu on it in Linux, boy, it runs really, really good. So all the graphics run really nice on it. It's fast. It's very fast. Um, you put Ubuntu on it? What did I just say? I'm not I just said I dual boot my machine. Oh, I you have, dual boot it? Yeah. So no, on my on my that machine you know I had because I had a data center once yeah. is uh is dual boot. It's Ubuntu and it's Windows XP. I shut down a little while ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And uh, so, you know. Um, frazzled didn't you know, happen. Look at you, frazzled. I'm just going to shut your mic off. No, man. So, uh, so I, I haven't been as negative as I thought I was going to be this show. <laughs> yeah. I'm real proud of myself. I'm very proud of you, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, um, 
you know, just just really, you know, I, I like it, and you know, I have nothing against Fedora. In fact, I kind of would like to see what the latest Fedora release is now. Uh, I don't want to pay for Linux. You know, I, I really like Red Hat stuff, but I think Red Hat is really more for the business. It's more for the server side. Uh, Fedora is good too, but you know, I just Ubuntu is easy to install. That's another thing. And you pop that CD in there, it boots the CD. Yeah, when you when you install Fedora or Ubuntu, you pop the CD in. It says, wait a minute, I, I see you have Windows here. Even if you have a full formatted disk, you pop the CD in on Ubuntu, and it boots a live, it's like a live CD. So whenever you get Ubuntu, it's basically a live CD, mm -hmm. okay, or DVD. You pop it in, it boots the machine up, and says, oh wait, here, would you like, to, here's the full Ubuntu experience. Now, would you like to install it on your hard disk? And you say, well, yeah, you go, yeah, I want it on my hard disk, so it boots. So you tell it, install, and it goes out and it says, wait a minute, now I see you have Windows. <laughs> And it says, "What do you want to do?" And you Does say, it re repartition." Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's what I like about it. Could you just use it as a repartitioning tool? Uh, you probably could. You probably could. We were looking for one of those the other day. Were you really? Yes. I didn't know that. So I can I could boot and then boot to CD. Mm -hmm. Tell it, okay, I want to install you. Well, there's you actually don't have to do that. There's actually repartitioning tools that you can download third party. Open source. Yeah, repartitioning. To, no, we, we searched for them. We didn't find any that, that were very user-friendly or very, very nice. Okay. No, no. Well, Ubuntu. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah, well, Yes, I, I know there's open source partitioning tools out there, but we didn't find any that, that were that easy. Well, say, so, so, so I, what I, you I knew do? some people that wanted to be able to do this, and I, I had to give them a way of doing it as easily as possible. Well, they're, this, they're not this as still wouldn't savvy. probably be, this still probably wouldn't be easy. So, what But you if do? it had all... If it had all of the components on a bootable CD, oh, yeah, you could does. write a how-to. You could using Ubuntu to just use it to repartition. Uh, you could definitely do that. You could definitely. You could do definitely that. do that. Mm -hmm. So basically, let me tell you the experience. You pop the CD in, you say, "Okay, I'm ready." To, what? <laughs> I'm ready to go ahead and install Ubuntu. You you say yes. It says, "Okay, wait, wait. I see Windows on here, and I see you only have one partition on this physical disk." It says, "What do you want to do?" It said, "We can wipe this computer computer clean. We can be Ubuntu and be happy." It says also. You may want to do a boot, and it, you say you, you say I want to do a boot. The next thing it pops down is a little slider, and you literally slide. You say one is green and one is like blue or red and blue, and you take the little slider and you say I want this much space for Windows and the remainder is Ubuntu. And it says, you sure you want to do this? You say yes. Now it takes about ten or fifteen minutes for it to go through and do all of its magic. But after it does it, it goes, okay, I'm done repartitioning the drive. Would you like to continue on with the installation? You go through the installation. It installs the, the binaries and all the software to that partition, that, that new free space partition. After it does that, it rewrites, uh, it puts a bootloader into the master boot record so you can now boot the system. Uh, and there you go. So when you boot up, when, you, when you're done, you say, okay, reboot. The system reboots. It reboots into, um, it's not Grub. That might be Grub. Why but that's not long though. <coughs> but it reboots into a bootloader that says, okay, what do you want to do? You can run Ubuntu or run Windows. And would you like to make this one the default? This one not the default. And right, mine, right now, mine defaults to Ubuntu. Okay, so when I reboot it, boots up Ubuntu. And, um, hmm. you know, it, it's really nice. So, if, like I said, it's, it's really tuned to a desktop. Installing other software on it, like VMware or Oracle or, you know, other things. It's a little iffy. Um, it's more work, okay? So for like, I tried, I was installing, I got it to work, but I installed a VMware server on it, which we talked about before as virtualization software. 
and I went to go install it, and I found like, okay, I got to go download these library packages, and there's other stuff I got to download to make it work right. Yeah, it's, I mean, where where <coughs> where I, I agree totally. It is it is, and I know they have Ubuntu Server now, but Ubuntu was originally a, a well, it was designed for a desktop, you know. And I was installing VMware Server on it. I did it, but I had to go download these binaries, these header stuff for the kernel, and da 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 da. And it was a lot more work. Where with say CentOS or or um, just works. Fedora or Red Hat, well, I you just say you that. just you just just dot install and it's done. I okay? should say that though. CentOS five and VMware Server and it didn't play very well together when I just recently installed it. Did you get it to work? There's uh, probably a lot of other stuff you had to install. No, well, what I did is I went back to CentOS four. Oh really? And it worked like that. Nothing you had to install or screw around with. Yeah, it worked perfectly. So, um, you know, the thing is, I, I would just come back to saying this whole thing about me talking about Ubuntu is new version tomorrow. It's supposed to be really cool looking. Um, is it tomorrow? A, yeah, I think you can probably download it now. The official release date is tomorrow. Um, which, uh, right before the podcast, I went and I actually could get it down. You can download it. Um, but I think it was because tomorrow has already happened somewhere in the world. <laughs> you can get it today, so it's kind of like, ah, hey, well, it's tomorrow. But you know, it's it's saying in Senegal, it's tomorrow in Senegal. So it's five o'clock somewhere, huh? It's five o'clock somewhere. So uh, that's all I have, and that's the last thing I, I had. You know, topic six. I kind of jumped the gun on is uh, you know, Second Life. Which, I'm really um, glad you got show notes again. But why? We've talked for an hour. We, but you, 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 I don't know if I like you having show notes, really. Why? Because cause you kind of hog the show. I, <laughs> no, I don't. You did. I think I said 12 you things. You commented on stuff. We, as, whose fault is that? That's yours. No, it's, it's yours. <laughs> I like the show notes because it just, I, I find it rounds us out. It keeps us on track. No, I like us goofy. I like flying by the seat of our pants. <laughs> I like that, too. No, you so, don't. So, 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 so. You like to be organized. You so, do. So what, you, so what you say, what you know? I don't know anything. <laughs> in a foul mood. Why are you in such a foul mood? I don't know, man. What's wrong with you? Nothing's wrong. Oh, well, I, nothing's wrong with me. <laughs> <coughs> nothing is wrong with me. Well, why are you in a foul mood? I'm just in a foul mood, man. Don't, don't ask me. <laughs> it's aggravating. Hopefully, we're going to have some... Um, I think hopefully, and I can't, I really shouldn't say. Don't even bring it up because something's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. No, something's going to happen. Nope, I'm telling you. There's going to be an FBI raid someplace and it's not going to happen because people are, I don't know, you know, the money went to some Nigerian. (laughs) Well, let me just say, hopefully next time we'll have some celebrity intros. Now you're jinxing it. I'm telling you. I'm very disappointed with a few celebrities who have agreed to do it, but then have backtracked out of it. We won't mention names here, Walton Johnson. You know, I wonder if, what if we sent Steve Jobs a boot and reboot turtleneck? I don't think it would get to him. Come on. We could try. Speaking of which, speaking of which. T-shirts? We need, I don't know about t-shirts. Speaking of which. Hats. Beanies. I want to get the static clings for the cars this I, week. Now, see, that you've talked about before, and I'm not putting one on my car. What? Nope. Why not? Because. Because why? All your other ideas are, are are okay. But the static cling things on the car. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm, not, oh, not, well, I'm not going I'm for that. Do it. You can do it. Do it all you want. Do your whole damn car. You like, want them? Um, like, no. You want boot and reboot t-shirts? 
And now, see, I like that, and I want a t-shirt cannon. A t-shirt cannon? Yes, I can shoot t-shirts. Okay. How do you build a t-shirt cannon? I don't know. Let's see, t-shirt cannon. Ooh, air cannons, t-shirt, t-shirt guns. Oh, yeah, t-shirtgun.com. I'm going to get me a t-shirt gun, and I'm going to drive around the parking lot shooting t-shirts at people. Okay. Holy cow, that is cool. Okay. Go to t-shirtgun.com. I can't. Why? I don't know. Oh, because you're scared that if you go with anything <laughs> on that thing, it'll puke? No, nah, I, I know what a t-shirt cannon is. I've seen t-shirt cannons You got before. the pucker chucker, the football gun, the eight-ball launcher, the bleacher reacher, the deuce, the saber, <laughs> the streamer beamer. I will say. The I micro w- mini. I went and launched some rockets this past weekend. And the bleacher. I was over by your neck of the woods launching rockets. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. I'm getting. Uh, how much is one of these things? $700 for the micro mini launcher. What if I got the bleacher reacher? Let's go. The, <laughs> you can put an eye the, out with that. The bleacher reacher mega is $2,500. Well, buy one. Come on, man. You going to Hazzy's? I went Hazzy's for your thing with you. Well, so. Will you go Hazzy's for a t shirt gun? <laughs> the bleacher reacher is, is $2,500. Dude, that's much more than what I went in for. <laughs> Come on, let's get the deuce. The deuce looks like a bazooka. It's $3,000. Oh, my God. Click here to see the deuce in action. I went hazies on your thing. Yeah, but my, my thing was cool. What, you don't want a bleacher reacher? How about to share a bleacher reacher? Come on. <laughs> we can stand on the roof shooting things at people. No, I'm not going in with a uh, bleacher reacher. I am going to get static clank stuff, so no. if you want one, I'll get no, you one. I want, no, I want a t-shirt gun. Okay, well, get your t-shirt gun. How far can t-shirt gun? Oh, the football gun. Oh, man, it shoots a little... Oh, oh, oh I gotta have one of these. $1,000, man. The deuce. Hmm. I don't know. What's wrong with you? Nothing. I'm good about it. So, you get your bleacher reacher. I'm gonna get our side clean. You know what? This is... I'm just stupid. Well, yes. Because and we'll leave these on that guys note. are eating... They, they, you just shut us down? Well, no. It, it's <laughs> I'm sorry, These are over again. Uh, are we done? <laughs> well, are we still uh, recording? Talking. Yes, we're still recording. We'll you make it to, go away. Well, you you're supposed to fade out while I'm talking. Okay. That's 